Hey guys, welcome to the show with your homegirl Shalom. Trust you're doing amazing. All right, all right, all right, guys. Have you been? Have you been? How are you doing? And I want to believe today is better. You're keeping the faith, no fear. Please don't enter anxiety or panic mode. Everything will be fine. Quickly, I want to talk about addictions today. Addictions and under it, I'll be talking about music the damaging effects that music has and this just consider this as a free thought flow from me to you well recently i was just so burdened actually very burdened you know i walked on i walk on the streets and i see a damaged generation i see people sick sick upstairs you know sometimes i just sit and think to myself where will this end and how will it end because it's scary if you're someone who is a deep thinker who is wide and wild in your thinking you know that this is something that is of a great concern well i want to believe and i just want to share my humble opinion here i want you to know guys that there is a spirit behind everything we do especially as christians as a Christian, it's important for you to believe that there's a spirit behind everything and everything is spiritual. There are dimensions and there are realms, trust me. And we just think that we do things for the fun of it, but really, it's not really for the fun of it because if there's a spirit behind everything, I've always said it that the spiritual influences the physical. So if there is a spirit behind everything, definitely that spirit is influencing what we do. So now when it comes to music, I get scared. And if you're a parent, you're listening to me, I want you to look out for that daughter of yours, that son of yours and for yourself because it's getting to a point this generation this millennial especially is getting to a point where if you do not look out for your child i won't say the streets will get your child hell hell will get your child because there are ways being devised every day every day to get young people and it's heartbreaking it's really heartbreaking now there's what they call subliminal messages when you listen to music. Subliminal messages. When something is subliminal, it is below the threshold of conscious perception. So when you're listening to music, the people who, who have written this music and who have produced it do not want you to get the message except now they're all getting bolder and bolder and you know and coming out to say different kind of things but really it's below the threshold of conscious perception so they don't want you to get the message but if you're someone who is deep sensitive and you listen because all these things are not just by accident there is an intention why someone would write a song and put it out there that's what I want you to understand. One of the questions that I've personally found, like people ask me most of the time is as a Christian, is it right to listen to secular songs? And I will put my humble opinion out here because I know a lot of people want to hear this. Now, 
I consider it like this. Let me paint this picture for you. For those who feel it's not bad, because sometimes when you're talking to people, they feel that you are overstressing or you're coming from a place where you're claiming earlier than thou. But it's not that, really. If you're a young lady and a young man listening to me and you know that you want to have a family, if you see the kind of songs that are put out there with terrible lyrics, trust me, it's not even healthy for you how much more your little baby. Now, I want to say that I was painting a scenario. Imagine you're in a car as a guy with your, with your wife, with your girlfriend, and then, okay, let's say with your wife, and then... The music is playing on the radio or on the stereo and as this music is playing the person who is singing is praising a guy who left his wife who cheats who is cheating on his wife and the radio or the stereo is just blasting away and your man is you know this man is listening to it as a woman how would you feel you feel terrible you might say well it's just a song but i will tell you there's the spirit behind the song so the best thing is okay so the woman will say okay put off the stereo i don't want to hear that and the man will be like well it's just a song but then to the woman it's not a song because in that song something is being glorified i don't know if you get my picture another thing about secular songs is what i listen and all listening to it this is how i judge it whatever when you're down or depressed whatever will give you a source of faith and comfort is what you should you know you should hold on to now i am not talking about alcohol or drugs no that's not what i'm talking about in your times of trial one thing is really difficult do you think that these secular songs so-called like would help you because there's a certain kind of spirit they use. There's a certain kind of atmosphere that they leave you with. Let me continue. Stay with me, please. Now, addictions towards anything is bad. Addiction towards anything is bad. Even towards food, it's bad. And the mind must have control over the body. Now listen, if a song glorifies what opposes God, a Christian should not listen to it. I don't care how... You know, the funny thing about the secular songs is they have this... There's so much thought that is put into it. Thoughtful lyrics, catchy lyrics, you know, good beat and all that. And you're like, ooh, this is really nice. And some songs you can't even get over it. Some you don't even, you don't even want to delete it from your playlist. I keep thinking that is normal. If you're ever asked, can you do without anything? And you find yourself saying, I can't do without this. Like on a general level, you should check it because it should be in the middle of the road. There is absolutely nothing you should not be able to do without. You know, at some point, I think man is a slave to something. And I've always wondered why as Christians, the first commandment, because I, I know that God is a master planner. And so in the Ten Commandments, the very first commandment is do not worship any other God before me or take to yourself 
any other graven image or worship it. So now I believe God knew that end times like this, we're going to face issues like this, issues of concern as an individual and as a parent and you begin to wonder how am i gonna jostle this how am i gonna juggle this i mean how am i gonna teach my child that this is wrong and so you do understand that man is slave to almost everything around him so there's there is it's very very important to guide and guard the loins of your heart and your mind and also there are there are scriptures here any song most of his secular songs do not pass the test of philippians 4 8 you can check that out. Go to 2 Corinthians 10 verses 5, Colossians 3, 2, and 5, 2. You know, I just want to say that permission can be given to demons through the keeping of wrong kinds of books, the wrong kinds of videos, movies. That's another thing. TV shows, music in your home. Now, some might say, oh my God, this is extreme. Come on, but that's the truth. If you look into it. So now, I want to mention a couple of addictions here. Food addiction, what they call a, is it binge eating addiction? Sex, pornography, using computers, that's the internet, playing video games, working, can be an addiction. Exercising, pain. Shopping, those are called shopaholics. Um, in 2014, during an annual meeting, the American Psychiatric Association supported the idea of the internet addiction by showing changes in the brain identified as neuroimaging. You might want to check that out. What they, what they were saying here is. The web occupies 11 hours of an addict day, of someone who is an addict. So when you even check the internet, people get addicted to the internet too. So they are saying that the web occupies 11 hours of an addict day. So if you can rate yourself, because this eventually becomes a problem. We live in a media world, so it becomes, it's, it's a snare already. And so, secular music is very catchy, I would say, and they have best melodies and thoughtful lyrics. But here's the key. Godly music encourages us in hard times. Ephesians 5.19 says, Singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts. Paul and Silas, when they were in the jail, they did not sing secular songs. I'm just saying, you you were arrested by a king or an emperor, and then um, you won deliverance, and they began to sing. And then that kind of song drew the right kind of inspiration and the right kind of, you know, spirit, the right kind of atmosphere around them, and God sent angels to deliver them. You know, we should check this out. Ecclesiastes 7 and 5 says, it is better, very better, for a man to hear the rebuke of the wise than to hear the song of fools. David was a very, very, um, uh, was a man who loved music too. And the Bible made us know that he loved music, he played music, he had almost all the musical instruments in his home. 
and he used the music to praise God. So some of us sometimes we believe that if God gives us a talent, it's we should use it for the world. But trust me, you were not called to join the world. Someone gave you that gift. When you recognize who gave you that gift, you're supposed to use that gift for him. You know, I guess care because people undermine and step down on God's law. When I see there are songs that are very, very damaging, the lyrics, songs that talk about sex, violence. You keep wondering who are the producers of the songs and why will they allow it? This Today, there's no censor anymore. Nobody censors anything. It's just there. You know, and the truth is, even clean music, now I want you to listen closely here, even clean music can affect you in a negative kind of way because there are certain type of beats that affect the listener. So it's important to guard your heart. It's been found and people have actually come out to say that the beats of a particular music, I don't know those to play whether the keyboard or the guitar can relate to this. When you're playing the keyboard especially and you're going from one tone higher or lower like that, one tone higher or a semitone higher or lesser, if you understand what I'm saying, at some point, if you're playing the wrong kind of songs, you're inviting the wrong kind of spirit upon you. But if it's the right song, it also draws the right kind of anointing around you. So there is always an anointing around you. When you're listening to a song about sex, trust me, after a while, you wouldn't see anything wrong in that kind of a song. And then you will know that there is a lustful spirit upon you. Same thing with violence. So quickly before I end this, please make wise entertainment choices. I want to I wanna entreat the parents and every everyone hearing me here and everyone listening to me i mean please make wise entertainment choices because today's entertainment is far reaching and has slowly desensitized us to sex and violence it's on the rise vices so learn how to make wise decisions about the movies that you watch please when I tell people sometimes you as a Christian there are some things you do not need to watch people think some Christians sadly think you have been too too much but this is not about being too much if you've ever been addicted to something you know how powerful it is to break away from it I hope someone out there can relate with this the kind of movies that you watch trust me when you're watching movies and I'm not talking about godly movies now you can watch godly movies, but when you're watching every other kind of movie, or you're saying, well, um, it's just a movie. It's just a movie. How do you expect God to speak to you in that kind of environment if you're insisting, oh, it's just a movie? They just shows. Even books. Be careful what you take in to your heart because these things replay in your head. I don't know if you've seen, if you've ever been someone who is constant with the media, with TV, it gets to a point where when you see some images, you do not, it gets to a point, like I said, where when you see some images, you do not want to, those images cannot stay away, cannot be erased from your memory. 
they stay with you like they just stick with you so it's important that you watch what you take in the entertainment media is occupied with sex violence and profanity now most americans believe that there is a link between the media and the actual behavior of people this has been scientifically proven that the media the media is encouraging people and empowering them to act contrary to the way they would act now i want to read this fact and this was gotten from the Associated Press. This is this was uh, um, 30th of April 1994. 83% of Americans wish that the entertainment industry would voluntarily cut some of the sex and the violence from TV, from television, from TV commercials, movies, and music lyrics. And the sources from the USA. That's, um, I think, 9th of June, 1995. So now, there's a problem with young people today. When you want to talk to them about issues like this, they tell you, um, I want to trash that out too before I come to a conclusion on this podcast, the keeping it real approach. You see, the thing about the keeping it real approach is that it's, it's kind of like a snare because when you see a musician th- singing um, and talking about violence and talking about maybe gang rivalry for example among the african americans and among the black culture in the neighborhoods and they begin to talk about it and definitely they paint they paint images of violence they paint images of destruction and all that and you tell a person a young person you shouldn't be listening to that kind of song they tell you well it's just keeping it real but the thing we're keeping it real is that when you constantly, constantly keep listening to those kind of songs, trust me, there's an anointing that you call upon yourself by the kind of songs that you listen to, just like I have earlier emphasized, you know. And then um, they tell you the musician is keeping it real. But I will tell you today that there is a difference between reality and truth. As Christians, it's important that we know that and note it, that reality reflects the varying conditions that characterize our world, this material world, whether good, in quote, or good or evil. And know that this good or evil can be changed by the whims and the desires of men. Yeah. Because even the one that is bad, the God calls bad, man is calling good. So how much more what is good, like earthly, bad, and then it changes over time. But then there's a truth. Truth, on the other hand, is objective. Truth is eternal. Truth is resolute. It's firm. It's unyielding. It doesn't change. So guys, in coming to the conclusion of this, what I just want to tell you is, Please don't be addicted. Addiction is something that is, it's, it kills. It's like cancer. It's cancerous. It eats into your soul. You become a shadow of who you are. And I'm appealing. I'm using this time to appeal to the parents and appeal to everyone listening to me that the kind of books you read, the kind of movies you watch, the kind of shows you look at, 
there's a spirit behind everything all right guys if you have any questions comments observation your feedback i'd love it still your homegirl shalom saying bye